This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Ancient of days, covenant keeping God, I bless your name this morning that we are alive to praise you. Thank you for sustaining us. Today is before you. Have your way. Holy Spirit, as we go into your word, as we pray, please send your word on to your children. Let your word be healing, deliverances. Let it bring salvation. Let it lead to revival of the spirit, soul, and body. Let it quicken every mortal body listening here this morning. And those that will listen to the podcast later, Father, visit all your children. Equip them. Anyone you have ordained to be here that are still sleeping, wake them up. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given time. Turn your Bible with me to the book of John chapter 14. I'm going to read from verse 15. Now, the Bible says, If you love me, keep my commandment, and, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. This morning you will be comforted, that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not. Neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Hmm. There are two different things. He dwelleth with you and shall be in you. So the Holy Spirit dwelleth with some people, but he's not dwelling in them yet. He's not in them yet. And that is where the infilling of the Holy Ghost comes in. He shall dwell with you and shall be in you. If you have not been filled with the Holy Ghost, you need to cry out to him this morning and tell him to fill you because he needs to be in you before you can, uh, uh, before you can command great exploit. Now, verse 18, I will not leave you comfortless. Amen. I will come to you yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in, in my Father, and ye, shall, and ye in me, and I in you. And he, he that hath my commandment, and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Now, he said, I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judah said unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my will, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my word, my saying, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. 
So Jesus Christ, the comforter was sent in the name of Jesus Christ. He shall teach you all things. I want you to say all things. Or mute your devices and say all things. All things. All things. How many things? He shall teach you all things. All things. Amen. And bring all things to your remembrance. So he teaches you all things and brings all things to your remember, whether whatsoever have, have said, whatsoever I have said unto you, peace I live with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giver, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. This morning, as we continue in our series on the topic, empowered for the journey ahead by the Holy Ghost. And this was drawn from the book of Micah 3, verse 8. It said, but truly, I am full of power of the Spirit of the Lord. Now, brethren, there is a great future ahead of you. And to everyone that will come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, there is a great future ahead of every one of us. Now, for as long as you keep your hope alive in Christ, you will surely reach this great future and they will surely come to pass in the name of Jesus. Now, but you must keep your hope alive in Christ. To assess this great future, you must be empowered. To be empowered is to be equipped. To be empowered is to be trained. To be empowered is to be endued. To be empowered is to, is to be set aside by the hand of God through his spirit. Now, for you to be empowered, as we read from that verse 17 of John 6, 14, the Holy Spirit must abide with you, and then the Holy Spirit must dwell in you. If the Holy Spirit only abides with you, it is like just saying all you have is just protection. But for your spirit to be steered up to do great things for God, then the Holy Spirit must also dwell in you. So to be empowered for the, for, for the journey ahead, for the great future that awaits you, the Holy Spirit must dwell in you. The Holy Spirit must dwell in you. Now, Let's look at some few things about the Holy Spirit. Now, who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the spirit of the living God. There are dead gods and there's living God. There's only one living God, which is the almighty God. So the Holy Spirit never dies. He lives forever, forevermore, amen and amen. There's no trace of death in him. 
Now, if you ask our forefather, maybe generation, four generation before you, they were serving idols. They were bowing down to gods they do not know. They were offering strange sacrifices. They were doing all sorts of evil things. Some even had to sacrifice their wife, their children, their home, and that which they have just to be saved from the crisis of the gods. But now Jesus Christ has come and there's no need for all those unnecessary sacrifices anymore. You don't need to carry one, one basket on your head and say you are going to appease any God in the middle of the night. That is, that is awesome. Let somebody shout hallelujah. That is freedom. That is freedom. That is freedom. You don't have to sacrifice your, 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 your children. You don't have to sacrifice anything in your life or your body in order to be great or to please God. Now we have an access. Now, according to the word of the Lord in the book of Genesis, chapter one, turn your Bible with me to the book of Genesis, chapter one. The Bible says in the beginning, Genesis chapter one, verse one, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth and the earth was without form and void. So that means there was no shape to it. There was nothing productive out of it. It was as good as for nothing. And darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the water and the spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the water and God said let there be light and there was life everything that represents darkness in your life God is sending his light to them now in the name of Jesus and God saw the light that it was good and God divided the light from the darkness now Brethren, we can see here, the Bible made us to understand that the spirit of the Lord and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. So that is the, that, so that is the spirit of the, that is the Holy Spirit. So he has been from the beginning and he will always be for eternity. He has no beginning. He has no end. Now, so the Holy Spirit is behind the creation all the creation and everything that was created and that we ever be created is the one behind everything. Now, when we say empowered for the journey ahead is that you need to understand this, this person that needs to empower you. It is like you are an army that you are about to be sent to, to a war front. And so as you are sent to the world front, but you need to be empowered afresh. And this morning, even at the instance of the world, you'll be empowered from above in the name of Jesus. I say you'll be empowered from above in the name of Jesus. So the Holy Spirit empowers. He empowers. He transforms. He set aside. Now, the who is the Holy Spirit? Number two, the Holy Ghost, also known as the Holy Ghost. Now, is the third person of the Trinity. We have God the Father, 
God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So he's the third person of the Trinity. Now, if you turn your Bible with me to 1 John chapter 5, 1 John chapter 5, 1 John chapter 5, verse 7. Now, it says, for there are three that bear record in heaven, uh, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. I wanted to say these three are one. Say it louder, these three are one. Hallelujah. Now, being the third person of the Trinity does not reduce him in power, does not mean that um, he's of less ability, no. Now, the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. He carries the same power with God the Father. He carries the same power with God the Son. He carries the same power with both God the Father and God the Son. So he has equipped things. God sent them forth to go and make things happen. Every act of miracle that you observe, that you notice in the life of Jesus, he was behind it. The Holy Ghost was behind it. Every signs and wonder that you observe or that you notice in the life of believers, prophets of all, the Holy Ghost was behind it. The turning of, uh, you know, the small cruise of oil that never failed, that became barrel of oil in the hands of that widow of that prophet in the days of his servant, Elijah. And also, we also have another case of Elisha. All of these are the handiwork of the Holy Ghost. Now, the pattern of the rest is the handiwork of the Holy Ghost. Also, the life of, of Samson, Samson, the great man, the strong man. Samson was very strong. How was he able to achieve great things? It was the hand of the Holy Ghost upon him. I pray for somebody this morning. The hand of the Holy Ghost will rest upon you in Jesus' name. Now, in Judges chapter 13, verse 24 to 25, and the woman bare his son and called his name Samson, and, and the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. And the Spirit of the Lord began to move him. So there was a great future ahead of Samson. Parent, there's a great future ahead of your children. Now, and the spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan, between Zora and Eshtar. So the spirit of the Lord is the one who moved us to do great things. It tears up your spirit. Now, also in the same book of Judges chapter, chapter 14 now, in verse 6, I want us to read, I want, let's read from verse 5 together. Judges chapter 14, verse 5 and 6, or mutual devices as we read together. One, two, go. Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath and came to the vineyard of Timnath. And behold, a young lion roared against him. 
And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he ran him as he would have ran the gate, and he had nothing to that. For he told not his father or his mother what he had done. This morning, the Spirit of the Lord will come mightily upon you in Jesus' name. You, the Spirit of the Lord will come mightily upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. You are going Amen. to pray this morning. You are going to say, Spirit of the living God, come mightily upon me this morning. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. Spirit of the living God, come mightily upon me this morning. In the name of Jesus, Spirit of the living God, come mightily upon me this morning. Come mightily upon all your children this morning. In Jesus' name, we have given time. Amen. Now, brethren, there are lions on the way to the great destiny that God has for you. There are lions on the way. If the Holy Spirit is not dwelling in you, then you can't conquer those lions. But if he dwells in you and with you, then you'll be able to conquer the lion. I want to tell you something that it is the Holy Ghost in you that helps you to say no to sin. It's the one that, that quickens you to say, no, you cannot engage in sin. It tells you, no, you cannot dwell in sin. The Holy Ghost is the one that gives you divine ability. So he empowers you. Now, let's continue. Now, the Holy Spirit, number three, is the author of the Holy Bible. The Holy Spirit, so we are understanding because before you are empowered, if there's somebody who empowers, you must know the person. You must know the person. Now, you must know the credential of the person that empowers. If you go for a professional training or if you're entering into a class for the first time, usually they give you some pedigree about the professor. They tell you, well, he has been an assistant professor of this and that. He has been teaching this course from so-and-so. Or you go for a seminar and they tell you some things about him. Why are they telling you all those things? Now, many of you are about registering for class or you have registered, you're preparing to start in September. Why would they, they tell you a little bit about your professor? It is that so that you may believe the person that I want to teach you. Is that so that you may have some understanding of the person who want to teach you. Is to stir up your heart, to prepare your heart to know that you are about to deal with an expert. I have good news for you this morning. I know of the experts, the chief of the experts all over the world. That is the Holy Ghost. And this morning, as I introduce him to you, you will begin to put your life in order in the name of Jesus. As I introduce him to you, you will begin to heal everyone that is sick in the name of Jesus. As you listen to the credentials of the Holy Spirit and his background story, in the name of Jesus, faith will be stirred up in you in the name of Jesus. Now, turn your Bible with me to the book of 1 Timothy. 
Second Timothy, rather. Second Timothy chapter three. Second Timothy chapter three, and we are going to read together. You can unmute your devices. Second Timothy chapter three. We are looking at who is the Holy Spirit, also known as the Holy Ghost. Who is he? We are reading his credentials so that you can know who is going to empower you for where for the future that God has for you. Now, 2 Timothy chapter 3, let us read from verses 15. One, two, go. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all the world. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Holy Ghost, he authored the Bible. And that's why we call the Bible <clears throat> the Holy Bible. Holy. You will see that in front of it, my here, they wrote holy. But those of you using electronics to not having hard copy, I don't know if they wrote a holy phone on your, on your phone or holy tablet. I have not seen that. So you must learn to carry hard copy Bible anywhere you go in life, always with you. Now, so the Holy Spirit is the one behind the Bible, is the one that inspires all the men of old to write the Holy Scripture. And then we'll take one more. Who is this Holy Spirit? What is his criteria? What do we know about him? Now, the Holy Spirit is the, is the spirit of, of truth. Is the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. The Bible tells us in where we took our reading from in John chapter, in John chapter 14, verse 17. The Bible says, even the spirit of truth even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. So it's the spirit of truth. When we say the spirit of truth, what does that mean? It means that the Holy Spirit is not a liar. Whatever he tells you is correct. He doesn't guess. He doesn't make mistakes. Whatever he tells you is correct. Whatever he teaches you is correct. Whatever he inspires in your heart is correct for as long as it's the Holy Spirit. So it's the spirit of truth. And the Bible says, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall do what? Shall make you free. So it's the spirit of truth. He teaches you the truth. It empowers you for the truth. That means he doesn't like to be lied against. He doesn't like to be lied against because he's the spirit of truth. When anybody calls him a liar, he gets really offended. 
he gets really, really offended. And his, his offense, his, his grievances can be disastrous. A good example is, is in the book of Acts chapter 5. Acts chapter 5 from verses 1. To a couple lied against this wonderful Holy Spirit. They call him a liar in the public. And because he's, he's a spirit of comfort, but he doesn't take nonsense. And then he struck them down. That was also the spirit that struck down the children of, of Aaron, who offer strange fire before God. This Holy Spirit, so it's the spirit of truth. And what gets him offended is when you call him a liar. How do you call him a liar? Well, if you don't believe the word of God, you are calling him a liar. If you don't believe what God says about you, you are calling him a liar. If you don't believe that what God has promised you will come to pass, you are calling him a liar. And my prayer for you this morning is that the Holy Ghost will rest upon you and everything that God has said he will do with your life, it will come to pass in Jesus' name. So you are going to lift up your voice and pray this morning. You are going to say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come and dwell in me permanently. Open your mouth and make that your prayer this morning. Holy Spirit, come and dwell in me permanently. Come and dwell in me permanently. Come and dwell in me permanently. In Jesus' name, we are afraid. You are going to pray and say, Holy Spirit, you put the word in order. Put my life in order. In the name of Jesus, as I go out today, put my life in order. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, we are afraid. You are going to say, Holy Spirit, you are the comforter. Comfort me on every side today. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. Holy Spirit, you are the great comforter. Comfort me on every side today in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we are praying. You are going to say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, show me the truth. Open your mouth and pray, Holy Spirit, show me the truth that I need to know today. Show me the truth that I need to know today. In Jesus' name, we are praying. You are going to say, Holy Spirit, you are the great helper. Send helpers to me today. Open your mouth and pray. Holy Spirit, you are the great helper. Send helper to me. Send helper to all your children. Now begin to ask him what you want him to do for you today. Begin to ask him to help you. Begin to ask him to comfort you. Begin to ask him to heal you. Begin to ask him to visit you. Begin to ask him to put your life in order. Begin to ask him to set you free. Begin to ask him to heal your family, your children, your spouse. Begin to ask him to give you direction, and he will give you direction. Holy Spirit, send help to me today. Holy Spirit, give me direction today. Holy Spirit, stir up my spirit today. Holy Spirit, empower me today. Holy Spirit, open my eyes today. Holy Spirit, do wonders in my life today. In Jesus' name, we are praying. 
If you are here and you have not invited Jesus as your Lord and Savior, when you have the spirit or the, 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 the Jesus Christ dwelling in your heart, then the Holy Spirit can occupy your heart. So you are here this morning, you have not invited Jesus. I want to give you that opportunity by the help of the Holy Ghost. And I want you to pray after me and say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, I forsake all my sins. Lord Jesus, beginning from this morning, fill me with the Holy Ghost, according to your word in Ephesians 1 verse 13, and that I may begin to do great exploit. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Every one of you that pray this prayer, the Lord have mercy on you, forgive you your sin, write your name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now I want you to stretch forth your hand. Holy Spirit, Spirit of the living God, I bless your name this morning. Thank you for stirring up our spirit to wake up this morning. Thank you for all that we have learned about you. You are the true spirit. You are not a liar. You are always true to your word, and we thank you. Are there ways we have vexed you? Are there ways we have not believed you? Are there ways we have called you a liar through our action and inaction? This morning, Holy Ghost, please be merciful upon us in the name of Jesus. As we come to you, Holy Ghost, this morning, as your children have heard your word, let your word mix with faith in their hearts in the name of Jesus. I pray, stir up their spirit for great signs and wonder. As they go out today, everything you represent begin to manifest it in their life. You are the comforter, comfort your children. You are the peace giver, give them peace. You are the spirit of truth, show them the truth. Lord, show them the way to go. In the name of Jesus, you are the spirit that dwelleth with us and that is in us. I pray in the name of Jesus, do not depart from your children. You are the spirit that teacheth, teach your children what to do. You are the spirit that provide, I pray provide for your children. You are the spirit that put things in order, put their life in order. Send help to them in Jesus' most powerful name. We have prayed.